0: You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. And honestly, I can't believe that it is almost Christmas time. Um, I'm recording this literally right before we're putting this episode out and so we are just two weeks away from Christmas and I can't believe it. I feel like we were just a Thanksgiving Uh, and the last two weeks have flown by. If you follow me on Instagram you know that the month of November was a little bit crazy for us. Um, We have had just a wild experience of welcoming a a brand new sweetie into our family we're so grateful to have another baby after being told so long ago that this just wouldn't happen naturally if if you want to hear that story um, i share more of my fertility journey my fertility story over in my bio on my website check that out but the other crazy thing that we have had going on this month is we have opened a sandbox play space it is as amazing as it sounds it's a giant indoor sandbox for kids every single Tonka truck you can imagine is in there and we have just been hustling get this thing done we've had some last minute things that have popped up that have made it really difficult for us to open but I'm so excited to say that as of Tuesday so tomorrow by the time this publishes um, we're going to be officially open we had birthday parties this past weekend which were so fun so well received Um, and so it's been good it's been a good month it's been such a busy month um, but it's been really good. And so without, with all that, without all that to say, um, I wanted to give you a little bit of an update on myself. You know, normally we record these episodes out in advance. And because of that, I don't have an opportunity to give you a lot of like current updates on my personal life. And so you don't really get a chance to get to know me very well as the host of this show. Uh, But there you go. That's a few updates that I have for you that I'm so thrilled to share with you. Um, I've also got a few fun things that I'm working on that I can't wait to update you about once once I'm ready to do that. But anyways, today I wanted to hop on to do a solo show. We had a great guest last week. We talked about the carnivore diet with Dr. Kiltz. Next week we have an amazing episode coming out on polycystic ovarian syndrome with Caitlin Johnson. and expert in PCOS but this week I wanted to give you some practical down and dirty tips to kind of help you out this holiday season Uh, because you know it's Christmas time and what is synonymous with Christmas well my friends it is treats I know I'm not I'm not shocking anyone when I say this treats (laughs) Are the time of year we should just rename this the sugar season because everywhere we turn whether it's a holiday party, it's our own kitchens, it's going to the grocery store. There are just so many delicious delightful things just sitting there tempting us all the time. And, you know, one of the big things that we, we talk about on the show a lot, if you've hung out with me here, you hung out with me on Instagram, or you've just been in the fertility space on Instagram, reading all the good stuff from all the fertility experts over there, you know that eating a ton of sugar, spiking that blood sugar, you know, that's just not ideal for fertility. We we want to make sure that our bodies are experiencing an ongoing S- as sustained as possible, blood sugar. We want to make sure that most of the food that we're putting in our mouth is nourishing our bodies well. You know, I- I'm not here to tell you never ever have a treat. That would be no fun. But we all we all know we all know that we just can't live off treats. I wish, but we just can't do that. And one of the biggest things that happens when we go through these blood sugar spikes and drops. Is that it negatively impacts our egg quality it taxes our entire bodies it kind of um, shifts us a little bit more into that fight-or-flight state if you've been through my course the fertility roadmap you know exactly what I'm talking about Um, you know when the blood sugar goes up we we've got that blood sugar high everything's great but then when the blood sugar drops it actually stimulates within our bodies this urgent state where it's kind of it goes back to that that concept of you know surviving the saber-toothed tiger or whatever it is from way back in the day before people lived in modern cities um, that that flee that fight response well when our blood sugar drops it's actually initiating an element of that within our own bodies. This is not something that's coming from outside of us. This is an internal stress that sends off all the red alarms and our bodies suddenly start to freak out and say, oh, hey, we've got to get food now. And when we go through this cycle over and over and over again, this is not helpful for our fertility because it keeps us in this fight or flight sympathetic dominant nervous system state. And unfortunately, we have two nervous system states. That's not the unfortunate part. We have this sympathetic dominant state where our bodies are trying to fight, flight, or flee from whatever that dangerous thing thing is. In this case, we're talking about blood sugar. Whoever would have thought blood sugar being dangerous, (laughs) but hang with me here for a second. And then we have on the other side of the coin, we have the parasympathetic dominant state and this is our rest and digest state this is like cool calm and collected everything's good i'm just gonna take a nap um or at least you know just not feel like i'm stressed i'm, I'm on the go i'm not gonna have my adrenals pumping my, my my body like my brain being overly active my body being ready for the fight in this parasympathetic state where we are more calm we are more collected this is this is the state where our bodies are safe Our bodies feel like they can do things crazy like get pregnant and have a baby. And we have to be focusing on keeping our bodies in that safe state because if we're not in that safe state all the time, our bodies are not going to prioritize something as simple as reproduction ovulating regularly having normal healthy hormone levels you know being able to get pregnant Um, and and all of this really impacts the egg quality you know everyone wants to talk about egg quality about what supplements that they can take and I, i get it you know there's a time and a place for supplements but our own blood sugar will impact our egg quality and so this time of year when we are just inundated with all of those delicious treats and guys, oh my goodness, they are so good. Um, They are so tempting. I feel like my Pinterest feed is filled with them. Every time I go to the grocery store, they've got all of those boxes full of delightful things stacked up. They are so good. But when we are eating a ton of these sweet treats, we are putting ourselves into constant blood sugar spikes and drops. And the struggle with this is once we start on the roller coaster it's really hard to get off of it it's hard to get our blood sugar stabilized once again so that we don't feel like we are constantly on the up and down of blood sugar spikes and drops so i want to give you some strategies um, some quick easy things that you can keep in your back pocket that you can be doing these upcoming weeks and hopefully just continue as you move into the new year um, so that you don't have this issue of living off sweets and then craving more sweets and then eating more sweets and then just continuing on the cycle because we all know that is what's happening generally when we get on the blood sugar spike and drop train and so i want to just jump in i've got four four simple things for you today um that are just game changers for making sure that you can keep your body more into a balanced blood sugar state, you can help make sure that those those beautiful eggs that will turn that will eventually not, not turn into will eventually become your baby are as healthy as possible without having to say no to that favorite treat that you have. Now, before I jump into these four things, I'm just gonna say to you right off the bat. Um, please don't be eating sweets for breakfast lunch and dinner you know obviously it's a no-brainer but i feel like it has to be put out there just please don't eat sweets for breakfast lunch and dinner okay now that i've said that um, now that we know the very very first ground rule let's jump in on these four strategies that are going to help you stay in control and stay ahead of the game so that you you don't end up craving more eating more and ultimately causing those eggs to be not quite as healthy so let's get to it number one It's protein. So my first question for you is, are you eating enough protein? And I ask this because protein actually really helps us stay full. It really helps us to keep that blood sugar balanced. And are you eating enough fats? eating them together, you know, protein and fats. We want to make sure that we're having these at every single meal and snack. We want to make sure that we're starting our day off with a protein rich meal where we're getting healthy fats in there as well, because this is going to kick off our day in a way that allows us to, first of all, have balanced blood sugar, but also go into whatever that first opportunity is to have a sweet treat and and be satiated enough that we can make a decision on whether or not we want to enjoy this from a position of power and so so that's it you know making sure that we have food in our bellies that we're not choosing to eat a sweet treat because we haven't eaten you know when we're hungry when we are not well fueled we are much more likely to reach for that treat and to eat it and uh oh that became our meal and so we want to make sure that we're starting the day off with a good meal and that we're going to continue that trend throughout the day so we want to make sure we're getting that lunch in a lunch that that is decent you know not just nibbling here and there snacking but actually taking time to eat lunch making sure that we're getting a decent a good snack midway through the day and then finishing the day up with a really good meal and so this is going to help guarantee that as you're eating your main fuel for the day, your main food, that you are keeping your blood sugar balanced. You're not getting yourself on that blood sugar spike and drop train. So that way you can decide whether or not you want to have a little treat from a position of being full, from a position of being balanced. So that's number one. Just make sure that that we're eating what we should be eating, when we should be eating it. So that means... You know a few of the things that we talk about over on instagram a lot we talk about over in my course a lot is let's keep that coffee until after we eat breakfast because coffee is actually can contribute to a blood sugar spike and drop it, it, even though even if you're not putting any sugar in it the caffeine in coffee can cause our bodies to go into a blood sugar drop isn't that crazy Um, if we're not eating it after we've actually had food. So making sure we're not doing that first thing in the morning, getting that good fuel into our bodies, uh, and continuing that trend as the, the standard for our days. Okay, number two. My next question for you is, are you sleeping enough? Because there's actually a connection between our ability to make controlled decisions and whether or not we're sleeping enough. You know, if we have not gotten enough rest, and we've seen this in so many studies, if we've not gotten enough rest, we can't cognitively function appropriately, and our brain actually works at a lower state. We, we don't have the ability to reason as well as we should, and so what happens then is that we go into the day tired, right? We don't have the mental capability to say no, maybe when we should be saying no to those treats. And so then the next thing we know we're eating more treats than we should because first of all the treats look delicious so why not and second of all we're tired so those treats give us just a little bit of a boost. Unfortunately that nice little boost that we've experienced when we're eating those sugary treats is that oh dear we that kind of turns around and it puts us into that blood sugar spike and drop. And so we want to make sure that we're sleeping enough so that when it comes time to make the choice for whether or not we want to have a treat. We're actually making it again from a position of power and not really from a compromised position another crazy cool thing that comes along with sleeping enough is that we cut down on that late night snacking urge as well you know when we stay up later um it, our bodies crave more food you know there is an element of um trying to keep ourselves awake in the evening You know once the sun goes down there's actually a relationship between when we're supposed to be getting tired we don't always get tired when the sun goes down because we're so bombarded with artificial light but we're theoretically supposed to be getting tired when the sun goes down and then preparing to sleep when it's dark out when we don't sleep when it's dark out there's actually an element of fight or flight that can kick in another cortisol surge and this is because you know if we would go back to the time where we didn't live in a modern space we didn't live in the city and our our environment would get dark being up after dark could actually be dangerous and so our bodies would have this natural cortisol surge because it would give us a little bit more alertness so that we could be aware if something might be in the darkness that could harm us now obviously that's not how we live now we live in these protected safe houses things are great but unfortunately our brains can't differentiate that and so part of the thing that comes along with those late cortisol surges is that we actually get more hungry because our body needs to, to be fueled. The, the cortisol surge requires glucose and it requires us to have something in our system. And so we get that urge to eat um, because it's kind of a primal built-in system for our bodies. Way back in the day, this was a safety mechanism. Now, you know, it's not so much. <laughs> so one way we can kind of outsmart That system is to just get to bed at a good time so making sure that we're in bed by 10 10 30 and not going to bed and turning on the TV and calling that bedtime you know actually going to bed actually getting good rest and then we wake up actually feeling much more rested this is actually also amazing for your fertility so 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 important now the next thing I want to ask is when we're eating sweets are you stressed now, obviously, a lot of times we, we correlate or we make, a, make this like connection between um, sweets, eating excessive amounts of sweets and stress, because there is something to the idea of stress eating. You know, we get stressed, we want to soothe ourselves, and unintentionally, a lot of us have built food-related habits to help soothe ourselves when we are stressed. And there is, there is some um, reason for that. You know, carbohydrates can actually help when we have high levels of cortisol and it can actually help kind of shunt that a little bit. Um, and so there is something to it. It's not just a, oh, food, it's easy. There, there actually is something more biologically that can be going on there. Um, but recognizing that this time of year can be super stressful between buying gifts, the cost of buying gifts, Schedules being thrown off from holiday parties and traveling, sleep getting thrown off because of holidays and traveling, Um, seeing people that we haven't seen in a long time. If you have social anxiety like I do, that can be really, really stressful. Um, You know, figuring everything out, uh, trying to have the perfect gift, the perfect outfit, the perfect whatever, you know, it really all adds up. And so there can be a relationship there between feeling super stressed And eating more sweets because it can kind of satisfy us it can kind of help us feel a little bit more comforted Um, and so just recognizing that if you're feeling stressed maybe we can think about some other ways to manage that stress instead of just eating And so kind of just being aware of that being aware of that stress piece if you if you are aware of your own tells when you're feeling really stressed well pay attention to those Make sure that you're carving out time to de-stress, whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, there are so many tools and tactics available to help you de-stress. You just need to figure out which ones are work for you, and then just use them. Whether that's journaling, or exercising, or or art, or taking some time to meditate, whatever that is, figuring out what those pieces are, and then making sure you're doing them. You know. The last piece that I really want to share with you is just don't let the sweets be around you all the time. And I think this is one of the reasons why we a lot of times end up eating more sweets than we should is because, well, this is the only time of year you can get certain delicious holiday treats, uh, certain types of them. You know, they don't carry certain treats every single Season and so you know, for a lot of us, we have some favorites and we want to eat those favorites while they are out. Um, and so, just being moderate with that, being aware that if you have it in the house, you have those candies sitting on your desk, the likely it's it's pretty likely that you're going to want to eat those. And so, maybe choosing that you don't keep the entire box of cookies, or maybe you share half of the cupcakes with someone, or You only have a few pieces of that candy and then you toss it. You know, I think I remember this one thing that always stuck with me. And I can't remember if my mother, my mother would say it to me or someone else. Um, I think it was my mother. And it would be, you never have to finish your dessert. You know, a lot of us grew up in an era where, you know, you had to clean your plate. I'm not saying that's good or bad, not commenting on that here, but... You know the statement you don't have to finish your dessert is one that has always really resonated with me with as this reminder that you know this is a treat let's just treat it as a treat and when the, when our bodies say you know i'm kind of done it's okay to be done and it's okay to give your per- yourself permission to be done you don't have to eat the whole thing and so i just want to remind you of that that even if you paid six bucks for a box of cookies you don't have to eat the whole thing. It's okay, it's okay. Chalk it up to a treat and move on. You know, some coffee shops around here will charge you six bucks for a single cookie. So if that makes you feel any better, put it through that lens, (laughs) put it through that lens. You paid six bucks for one or two cookies and that's okay. I'm not one who likes to throw away food, but I think in this situation we can comfortably say, it's okay not to finish whatever it is that you purchased. And, and you know sometimes I feel like we have to give ourselves permission to do things like that we have to say okay it's okay if I don't I don't come to the end of it and not just in like the area of food and a lot of things I find for myself I have to give myself that permission if I get a book that I don't really like and I don't want to read it I'll say okay I don't have to finish it and I'm done and the same thing goes with the treats don't feel like you have to finish the entire pan and so that is those are your four tips For staying on top of your sweets this season you know this is so critical i didn't mention it at the beginning this also plays a big big factor a big role excuse me in your immune system and your ability to fight off colds off viruses um you know sugar tends to suppress our ability to to stay healthy and so it's not that eating the treat is bad it's just that we want to be mindful about how we go about doing it and just be intentional that we're not just living off sweets this season because you know the truth is you know when when trying to get pregnant you know whether you're you're just trying or you've been trying for a while and 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 have been having a little bit of a challenging time you know the truth is you know ideally you know maybe you'll be pregnant this cycle and that'd be awesome maybe it'd be next cycle that'd be awesome um but and we know that the eating all of that sugar Going through those blood sugar spikes, those impact our, the way our hormones function. Those impact the quality of our eggs. And while in the moment, sure, it might feel great to eat a ton of cake and a ton of candy and a ton of treats, you know, in the long run, that's not necessarily the most beneficial choice. And so I wanted to, to hop on today to just provide you with some tactics so that you can feel like this holiday season is enjoyable, that you don't have to meticulously monitor every single bite you put in your mouth, but also that you know by the end of this season that you didn't waste time. And I think that's the biggest thing. You know, wanting to come out of the, the, out of Christmas, come out of the new year, enter into 2024, knowing that this has been a well-fed and well-fueled season, and not one where you look back and go, oh, that kind of hurt our, our, our goal of getting pregnant as soon as possible. So those are my suggestions for you. Those are my tips. Um, I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful next few weeks as you you gear up for the excitement of Christmas, but I want you to also make sure that you feel good, you feel your best, and that you you get to the other side and you're really happy with the choices you made. So with that, I'm gonna sign off for today i wish you a very very wonderful week i hope you get all your shopping done all your presents wrapped early and so that you can kick back and enjoy all of this season's christmas movies because that's exactly what i'm going to be doing (laughs) all right well stay tuned because on a monday of next week we have another great episode coming out with caitlyn johnson we're going to be talking pcos i am really excited to share this interview with you she is just um a fantastic Uh, guest that I was excited to bring on the show. Um, And then we have something really special planned for Christmas Day. So definitely keep an eye out and be sure to listen to that episode because it's going to be really awesome. With that, that's it for today. And I'll be back in a week with another great episode. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode.